This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy! It is the Chicagoverse podcast on the Dynasty Podcast Network, featuring interviews with Chicago's premier artists and industry and creatives and culture leaders. Hosted by Haima Black. Welcome to Chicago. Haima Black, Dynasty Podcast, live from Virgin Hotel, and I am here with Hyena and the Burns Twins. Tonight, we have an incredible show. We're going to be talking with David Drake and Ben Burden later in the evening. Um, on the Dynasty side, Audrey Sutherland and Madison Keenan heading it up. Um, with Mallory, I don't know your last name, Shadowing. Okay. Um, so we are here from Virgin Hotel. And like I said, our first guest of the night, Kaina and the Burns Twins. How are you guys doing? Doing well. How are you? Great. It's a good day. I'm great, man. Thank you guys all for coming up. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Absolutely. So you guys have had a lot of, I think, attention and traction in the last few <laughs> months. Um, and a lot of that was building like kind of right when we went on break with the podcast. So I'm really glad we were able to get you on at this point. But uh, how was 2016 for you guys, individually, as a collective, any of that? I'll start. Um, 2016 was good. It was tumultuous. I mean, me and my brother, we just graduated high school in 2016 because <laughs> um, we're wow. babies. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I started college and took time off from college all in 2016, as well as releasing the project with my friends here. Um, and Beddoes, shout Beddoes. Shout out Beddoes. And, and um, it was good. It was a wild year. It was a lot of fun. It was kind of a relief to start something new. Um, and it was very exciting, at least for me. You know, yeah. 2016 <laughs> yeah. was actually, it was a really amazing year. Um, we had a really long summer of, uh, you know, recording this EP. Um, we released it in August. I had such a long summer. I uh, played with Macy Gray. I joined the Oh Mys. Yeah. We started being a thing. Um, We've been a We thing. played North Coast. And yeah, yeah, it was honestly very formative for me as a person and as a, music, and as a musician. The day I left from college, I left from North Coast after playing to the airport. So yeah, that's why. A wild end and of And I summer. was supposed to go to Oberlin Conservatory, and I didn't. Which yeah. is probably good. Sorry, Oberlin. Yeah. <laughs> Shouts, Oberlin. <laughs> so uh, I want to ask how the music starts, and then, Kai, you know, let's, let's hear from you. How was 2016 for you? Oh, yeah. It, uh, I didn't just graduate high school. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I, so don't feel bad. Yeah. Um, but I did leave DePaul okay. um, to do more music. This is, like, the first time I've taken music seriously. So, yeah, I was uh, in college doing PR and ad and then left to do music and work and yeah that's amazing so for each of you how did music start out for you guys before even the collaborations like how did each of you get started with music oh yeah oh um so our father's a musician eddie's my twin hence the name brin's twins Mm -hmm. um and our father's a musician and we grew up in music since the womb um and always been exposed and we were always interested in music i started playing piano when i was very young and then quit because you know, a six-year-old doesn't really want to play and practice piano. No. And um, then I started playing trumpet when I was nine and took a liking to it. My dad plays the trumpet as well, and so that was always in my life. And I just kind of went up from there. Went to conservatory in high school at Merritt School of Music um, and went to music summer camps um, and was playing with a whole bunch of people, and it just kind of became a staple in my life. Nice. Yeah, I started playing the drums when I was six. Wow. That's um, so early, though. Yeah, my dad said, what do you want to play? And I said, Drums. Like to hit stuff. So I used to have to stand up to play. There's videos of that. <laughs> well, drums, I feel like, would probably be the most fun. Like, I have no musical talent whatsoever, but if I was to approach something, I would want to start with drums because it's just, it's not just hitting things, but I feel like that's where I would start. Like, yeah. it's just hitting things. I mean, it's not hard to make a sound on the drums. Right. It's hard to make a sound Good. on the trumpet, the trumpet when you're four. 
Oh, I can't even imagine. You know, it's really hard. He still can't make a sound of the trumpet that's right on. Then he's 18 years old and lives with two of them. But that's that's it's fine. He plays the drums well. He's heated already. But yes, and then I had. Many great mentors like Sticks from Social Experiment and just many Which people, is wild. Many people I'm so thankful for. Our dad taught Nico, Nico. Segal or Donnie Trumpet. That was his old name. And then he started teaching me when I was, I think, 12. Because uh, my dad had taught him at Merritt School Music. And then I started going after eighth grade. And uh, Nico was like, I'll take you under my wing. And that was during the time of like the height of Kids These Days. Yeah, yeah. Which is like huge for us. Shout out Kids These Days. Shouts Kids These Days. The greatest band ever lived. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I started in this nonprofit in Chicago called the Happiness Club yes. when I was like nine. Yay, um, shout out Tangie. Yeah, um, and then I started as a dancer and, and I like could sing but became a dancer for a long time. And then at like 16, started singing and then songwriting and like made a band in high school and was just like messing around. And then I met these guys and then here we are. You met at a Sticks yeah. Jam night. You yeah. met at Sticks So that was going to be my next question night. is like, when did this. Yeah. Collaboration of, like really starts to take form. How did you guys meet, and yeah. how did you decide that you wanted to actually do something together? Yeah, jam right night. At, yeah, yeah, jam night. I actually, what's crazy is I met uh, only Izzy at jam night, so I did not know another twin existed. Right. <laughs> right. But I played with her. But we all played together, which is so crazy. Well, it's, it's crazy too because so Izzy, Izzy's teacher is Nico, and then mm-hmm. Eddie's teacher is Greg, and then I took some lessons from Peter. Yeah. So it was literally... So the whole social experiment family. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but also, like, doing our own things within the city with, like, you know, music. But, like, uh, so we played there and then didn't talk for a year, but, like, would see each other around because, like, we played together and, like, they were familiar faces. And then then I went to a show and we all got... um, We all got uh, food at Nini's and then became like re- we just like clicked very well and then there was this one day in the summer where i like brought some lyrics to Eddie and i was like we should do something with this and then he we like made a, we all made a beat together this song called mango kisses and it's like the first thing we ever did together and then after that we were like oh we, we should, should we should do project. something yeah. yeah so and but you guys were already going to have your separate musical ventures yes. as well and you decided yeah. to combine those at least for this project yeah do you think this is a one-off, or does it seem like there'll be additional collaborations in the future? Oh, we have music. We have yeah, we already have more. Oh, we have music. Not surprised. Yeah. Working yeah. hard. So the project came out in 2016 in August, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. How long? It was only in the works for like three months, though, right? Yeah, yeah. straight up. Yeah. We have crazy great. stories. Uh, the twins went to Italy for like, what, we ten, graduated. 10 days or something? Yeah. Um, but there was this one day that Eddie made a beat... Um, in Italy and sent it to me and then I have a mic at home I was here in Chicago and we just sent each other stuff back and forth and we finished uh, the song called La Luna in like 10 hours just off FaceTime and then the and day email, we got home which was crazy Maseo recorded his part at his house we got off the airplane and went to Maseo's basically and I recorded trumpets in Maseo from the yeah from yeah. the yeah. Maseo mm-hmm. Hames Maseo Hames mm-hmm. yep yeah. so and I mean it's just there's so much to unpack there so let's kind of go bit by bit um <laughs> Let's start. I want to go back a little bit. Leaving North Coast and going to college. Yeah. From North Coast. Like, what goes through your mind? And then, I'm an educator. I work at Columbia, so I know kind of what the student experience is. How do you sit through an orientation when you've just played North Coast music? (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. I mean, like, for us, we had, we were in Rick Wilson's band, and we had this whole fiasco with Rick getting the most votes for the Toast of the Coast competition. Right, yeah. And then not being put in, and then having other issues that 
um, were just kind of ridiculous in retrospect. And um, so being able to play that and then, I mean, I, I changed my shirt. I got off stage, changed my shirt, and, like, said my goodbyes to all my best friends. So sad. It was, uh, it, was it was really sad. It was awful. But, I mean, I remember walking out of North Coast, and one of my life goals was always, and I have the, I have the artist wristband on my keys still. Nice. Um, it's, like, was to get artist wristbands like this, like, to play enough music and have enough fun, like, to be able to do that. Right. Um, and I remember walking out and looking at my wrist and just smiling. And, like, sitting in the airport and knowing that I basically opened up for Wolfpack and then getting videos from my brother and my best friends of them playing and just being elated. And then getting to college, it was like, oh, I guess I want to be a doctor now and not do music. <laughs> and <laughs> and then you stuck well. with that. Said, and, then, and then I totally stuck with that and didn't decide to leave a month and a half in. Um, yeah. But it was just kind of wild. It was a lot of fun, and I was very lucky to be able to do that and kind of show that there's a lot more to my music than I thought there was. So let's talk about some of the mentorships that you guys have uh, you know, been able to be a part of, which is, I mean, it's an impressive resume where you have, you know, the oh my's, you have the various members of the social experiment. Like, talk about how some of those relationships kind of originated and then how it became a situation where, because I think a lot of artists would love to have been mentored by some of the names that you've listed. Like, how did some of those relationships develop and how did it turn into an actual mentorship? I'll start. Um, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> like, my freshman year of uh, college, I was basically interning for everybody. I started out as a programming and production intern at Young Chicago Authors under mm-hmm. Mariah and Neuroth, and then um, she was managing the Omis and No Name at the time, so then she liked my work ethic and like pulled me in to uh, also do work for internships for them, and then Sherrod Smith, who's Jamila's manager, mm-hmm. um, picked up on that too, and so I was literally like interning for everybody. Um, That's the strategy, though. Yeah, but it, it was such a, like, a, it wasn't even, like, a strategy. It was just, like, I'm just doing this work, and I like it, and now a bunch of other people want me to do this work, and I'm just going to run with it because I enjoy it and see what happens. Um, so I was actually in a position where I was, like, not even, like, in like doing music, like, with those people or, like, learning music under those people, just, like, observing and doing work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the oh my's, like, became, like, my big brothers and family and, like, Maceo really pushed me to do music freshman, sophomore year, and, like, as one of the people who was like, you have to do this. Like, you have good ideas. You should do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's basically where a lot of mentorship came for me is, like, from one spot and then just, like, branched a ton. Yeah, absolutely. What about you guys? Yeah, I remember it was, like, February of 2012 or 13, and... Uh, I've been loving kids these days a lot because of Nico being at my house and just listening. Yeah, we'd hear Nico have lessons with our dad and be like, oh, my God. Um, But I found out that through Merritt Music School, um, Greg Lamphere or Sticks had the same teacher that I had um, who works with my dad. So I Facebook messaged him and then linked with him at the video for doo-wop. And, uh, yeah, so he's just been mentoring me there from there. Oh, I think one of the most wild things was uh, we went to Parker, Francis Parker, which is a school on the north side, mm-hmm. and both Maceo and the first bassist of the Omis went there, Carter Lang. Mm-hmm. So I, I vividly remember Maceo and Carter and a couple of the musicians, Zach Wicks, rest in peace, rest in peace. Um, playing at all of our all of the functions for our school and like seeing them and remembering like Maceo's voice and like Carter is like such a solid musician and always being kind of awestruck. So and I mean one of the wildest things was. Uh, 
Carter and us, we belonged to the same synagogue, and I was blowing the shofar for the high holidays, and he walked in in a full suit, and I was like, oh, my God, that's Carter Lang. Like, this is wild. And there he spit the hottest shofar solo. Yeah, I was, I was going crazy, no. Um, but, like, being able to see Carter, I think Eddie started talking to Carter a little bit at some something we were at, and he kind of took us under his wing in the early times, like, showing us what to do when we produce, and, like, then we, we started talking to Maceo, and... I'm um, just kind of getting into the the scene, and everybody pushed us through, which was really nice. Everybody we've worked with, be it Nico, um, Greg, or Niseo, mm-hmm. have kind of pushed us in. I mean, I remember we had this year we went from our our family's house to Peter Cottontail's house for Thanksgiving, and like spent the night with all of them, and like just talked to them about music and like just life, which was nothing I'd ever expect in a million years. So when you have these kind of uh, you know connections, experiences, mentorships, you know. I'm somebody who did a lot of internships when I was in high school. I was in high school once. It's hard to believe. <laughs> oh. But, um, yeah. No way. <laughs> right. But, but I, I remember how valuable that was and how, like, uh, m- my experience was in radio and mm. learning from people in their 20s, 30s, 40s who had been doing radio for 5, 10, 15 years. Like, Incredible, yeah. It was unparalleled to sure, anything I could have put together on my own. Exactly. Like, what are some of the most valuable takeaways that you guys have gained from these kind of experience, from both your own experiences and from these mentorships? Yeah, I mean, like, when you're talking about is, like, like internships being, like, everything is, like, all those internships my freshman year are, is basically what made me, like, leave school. Like, I, w- I was at my junior year at DePaul, and I was like, this is horrible. Like, I learned a hundred times more from like people in my community and like that's not to say that you shouldn't go to school like school isn't from for everybody and I learned like very early on and kind of like took the decision way too late that like I learned a lot better just hands-on experience just doing doing stuff and and that's not for everybody you know some people like work best in a classroom but I think you know mentorship is really important whether you're in school or not and it's just about what you can take away it's like it's just like what I'm going into a situation. What can I learn that helps me prepare for my life in this moment? Or like, you know, I was doing PR and ad and that I, I still love that work and I still feel like I'm very prepared to do that work if I wanted to. But at the same time, being around all these musicians doing that work for them has prepared me as an artist. So now I feel a lot more comfortable stepping into, you know, whatever I'm doing now. Like someone asked me yesterday, how is like the adjustment from like just being an intern to like now being the person on stage? And I'm like, I'm still trying to figure out it out but it also feels a lot better because I I've had a lot of people to learn from so it's still not easy but still like really helpful I would be doing a lot worse if it wasn't for mentorship and internships absolutely well and you've got the like you said the experience on both sides Mm -hmm. the artist and the kind of like industry side which is so it's it's a different game when you have both like you know what both sides are like yeah Mm -hmm. what about you guys like best experiences best takeaways Ooh. I mean, for at least for me, because our father's a musician, we grew up going to concerts of all types, be it a jazz club or the most eclectic contemporary music you think of. We were always there to see how it all went down. We would see it in our home. We'd mm-hmm. have people come from all over the world and, and rehearse in our house or just have dinner with us um, and learning everything that they wanted to tell us. Even if we didn't know we were going to go into music, all those things kind of, I think, in a, in a subliminal way, factor into what we do on an everyday basis now. Well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, you can't turn those kind of learnings yeah. off. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the record, Sweet ASL, like I said, it dropped August 2016. What has life been like since then, since this body of work has been out? Because it looks to me like you guys have started really gaining some traction with that and really started getting some recognition. Does it feel like that? It's I think so. Weird. It's been weird. It's, it's really it's weird. It's really weird, it's especially because... 
we just stepped into this project out of like we all liked this one song and we love each other so like much. Music. Yeah. Like we should we should all be best friends and make music until five a.m. every single day. Sorry, mom. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> mom. <laughs> sorry, mom. We would be just at at we would start at like three and not go and like not be done till like four a.m. And it was probably not the healthiest, but also like we were having the best. We were just working really hard, and we were just doing it out of love and fun. And then for something that we just worked hard on, just because we were having fun. To like, I don't know. I just didn't. I don't know about y'all. I did not expect this project to like. Oh, no. receive Pop the attention off. it kind of is right now which yeah. is why the adjustment is still hard is because I didn't I was like this is fun you know well, right. yeah, it started from an organic place it sounds exactly. like yeah, very, much no, so. very very organic I, it's really honest and it, and it feels really good and it's very natural because that's all it was we were just in it we were in the mm-hmm. love we were, we were feeling the energy yeah. um, it, was, it was just so natural then we're like oh I guess now we have a project to drop cool you just uh, suddenly like, oh, like, I guess we got there. Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh, we need PR. We need to you know talk to people, show and <laughs> do yeah. things. And I think one of the cool things that we had, we grew up with friends who were also doing similar things. Um, I mean, one of our best friends who we consider is sister Lucy. Um, we had been making music with her, and we'd actually worked with her brother before, who's now out in LA. Um, and the, coincidentally, he had gone to the same college as me for one semester, which is what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and. I mean, we kind of we were working with Lucy, and then Lucy was performing with us if we were needed people to sing and wanted her to sing because she's an amazing voice, um, and it just kind of like all came together in a way that we didn't expect. I mean, I remember going to college and me- meeting someone, and they were like, "I've heard your music before." I, regardless of you posting it in the Facebook group, so I've heard weird. your music before, and I was just kind of freaking out. That's got to be wild. It's super so wild. weird. It's super very weird. weird. Well, and you guys, you were just the focus of the January cover story with these days, which mm-hmm. is a great site. Um, what was that like? Because they really kind of like expanded on your supporting cast or your like your team of collaborators. Yeah. A lot mm-hmm. of the talent that you guys are building with right now. So talk about that experience of working with them and, and being part of that feature. I mean, those are all of our friends, like right. family. So Beto's who worked with us tirelessly on Sweet as Hell. Um, and, and Lucy, who was always with us every step of the way for organization and playing shows and having a lot of support for us. And Camaria and everybody who plays in the band. Um, yeah. These are all people who are like integral in our life regardless of music um and so it was just kind of like really really organic to put these people together and help us create something super great and also just like a a lot of a friend like really it just like i think our band um is really telling of how like crazy chicago's community is because so uh and Paige and i had actually been in like they were like singers with me in my high school band um and then um, Sam Varon, who plays the trumpet with us, I, I went Nicole. to DePaul with, but mm-hmm. uh, also plays for Isaiah Obi, who um, is for, went to Columbia and has Obi, his band and Obi Orchestra. And then uh, Sam introduced us to Obi. And like, it's literally just like this crazy, like, oh, this is my friend. Oh, this is my friend. And then like, we're all friends and we all yeah. work well together. Mm-hmm. So which is like, ver- which is what that article was about is just that like, you know, it's very telling. Like Rick Wilson, I met him at, uh, young Chicago authors like very early on because I would spend a lot of time there and then like now like we all basically back him and it's just like it's, it's crazy we're all like it's, we all just like well Chicago's yeah. a very yeah. I say this in every episode of the podcast like Chicago's a very small city we need t-shirts that say that at this point because I say that so <laughs> it's just so, so yeah. much it's it so is wild. Chicago's a small city everybody knows each other it's everybody, a huge like, but very small city it's, it everything's is. intertwined I just like yeah I mean I was hanging with Kaina at an Oh My session <laughs> a long time ago when I was in my old band and she was like hey Rick you should work with Eddie and his and his band 
and now I play for Rick and for the Omans yeah. and for Kaina. It's just really wild. Yeah, and that's how it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of a couple of questions as we head out, man, because this has been great. And I say this to every guest, and I mean it. Like, I want to keep this conversation going, yeah. moving Certainly. forward. Like, we bring guests back all the time. You know, we're focused on Chicago artists. So as you guys have new projects happening, individually or together, Please always come back. The door, the mics are always on. Um, since you guys have gotten all this great experience, you've kind of acquired a lot of it at like a younger age. Like, what advice would you give to any younger artist, mm. high school, college, in Chicago or otherwise, who are maybe thinking like, man, I, I want to get a body of work together. I want to start getting myself out there. Like, you know, what would you recommend? Seek guidance. Ask questions to anybody you can. Yep. Um, regardless of if their name is out there or something or not. Um, because these are people, there are so many people in Chicago that are not known, but know how to work the scene regardless. Um, also don't stop working just cause you're discouraged. I mean, I've done that way too many times. Just kind of put down my trumpet cause I was like, damn, this is hard to play right now. What the fuck? Um, but pick it back up and keep pushing forward. Go back to basics. Also go back to basics, do the most simple things you can, um, and make yourself comfortable with your instrument, with your craft. Um, if you're doing visual arts, go back to basics. Be a kind, compassionate human being. That's an important one. Yeah. Uh, work with your friends yep. if you have the privilege to. And you're always learning. And you are better than everybody, and everybody is better than you. Mm. Yeah, everyone's better than you, but you're yeah. also better than them. I love this question. I'm very passionate about this because I really care about um, young people, and especially, uh, particularly young people in Chicago. I would say, mm-hmm. like, all of us, like, ask questions. Don't be scared to talk to people who you look up to. Like, ask them questions. Seek out programming. I did uh, Young Chicago Authors. I did LTAB. I did um, After School Matters. I did the Happiness Club. And all of these programs, I would not be where I was, mm-hmm. where I am now, and if it wasn't for yeah. the programming. So, I mean, like, specifically to Chicago youth, there's programming everywhere. There's programming that will pay you to do what you want to do. So I was in the Chicago out, youth service you know? for crying out loud. Like, yeah, you can do so whatever you want. Yeah, seek, seek out... Like, literally anything you want is possible. Just seek yeah. it out. Ask people for things. Look for a mentor. Um, and, and just don't be afraid to put anything out if it's not perfect. Just, like, experiment. Get out there. Just do it, you know? Yeah, I love it. it. Uh, final question. What's coming up for you guys in 2017? What's ahead of you? Ooh. Boy. Again, collectively or individually? <laughs> a whole lot of music. Um, hopefully making music with other people in the, in the Chicago scene. Um, and kind of... It's this idea of working with your family, make mm-hmm. our family bigger, foster yeah. new relationships, and create something greater than that we already have. Yeah. I we, love it. Yeah, Burn Swins, music with Kaina, it's going to be Burn Swins and Kaina, it's going to be Kaina, it's going to be Burn Swins, <laughs> it's going to be Eddie Burns, it's going to be Izzy Burns, it's going to be Mama yeah. Burns. <laughs> so it's kind of like the Taco Bell menu in that it's like, yeah. there's only like eight ingredients, but they just keep <laughs> reordering. Just, oh, so that's kind of how it's right? been for the last few months. It's just like, wherever we're going to play with everybody and everybody wants it, can play with us if they so feel desired. Yeah. Yeah. 2017, new it's music. Lit. I want to travel. I love meeting people. I want to play music other places um and uh yeah just continue to figure this thing out (laughs) right on yeah hyena castillo get that right yeah last name castillo Castillo. um eddie burns isaac burns thank you guys so much um hyena and the burns twins the record is called sweet asl yeah it's on soundcloud there you go chicago (laughs) slang chicago slang see 
I coming from Columbia College, where I'm a teacher, they teach ASL, so I see the letters ah. ASL, and I just think like, yeah, hey, shout we out ASL, about though. This, shout out sign language, that's yeah, what's so, and sweet as hell. Either way, um, right on. Is that on Spotify, Apple Music, all those? Yeah, all Apple Music, SoundCloud. Right on YouTube, actually too. Nice, smart. Um, MySpace. Kaina and the Burns Twins, we will definitely have you guys back on collectively, individually. Uh, let's keep the conversation going. But thank you so much yeah. for coming up tonight to start it. I really yeah. appreciate it. Thank you for having thank us. You. Awesome. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out Dynasty. Yeah. Shout out Dynasty. Shout out family. You know who you are. <laughs> Woo. I love you. You've been listening to a production of Dynasty Podcast. Find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. For the Dynamic Dynasty, Dynasty Descend.